Welcome to CyberWatch. CyberWatch is produced by Silent Breach, a leading cybersecurity firm specializing in network security and digital asset protection. CyberWatch airs weekly in 10-minute episodes and covers the latest events, technologies, and conversations from across the industry. From NASA to the State Department, federal agencies are relying on outdated systems, ignoring mandatory security patches and failing to protect classified data. The Senate Homeland Security Committee released a bipartisan 47-page review of the federal government's cybersecurity preparedness, and the title says it all, America's Data Still at Risk. This was a follow-up to their 2019 report, America's Data at Risk, which brought national attention to the shocking gaps that persisted across all branches of the U.S. government. Years and countless data breaches later, not much has changed. While the entire report is worth a read, here are some of the main concerns highlighted by the senators. In 2020 alone, the White House reported 30,819 information security incidents across the federal government. This represents an 8% increase from 2019, just in terms of the sheer quantity of attacks. Unfortunately, however, the quality and efficacy of cyber attacks have also increased. In particular, the report mentions the Russian SolarWinds attack from December 2020 and the Chinese Pulse attack from April 2021, two of the most successful cyber attacks in recent history. In addition, we've written extensively about the unprecedented string of attacks that have plagued core infrastructure and supply chain services, including the Kaseya ransomware attack, the JBS and Colonial Pipeline attacks, Microsoft Exchange Server, Florida's drinking water supply, and NASA. Next up, proliferation of undocumented assets in shadow IT. It's become a truism in the security industry that you can't protect what you don't know. In the case of the federal government, there have been thousands of cases of undocumented assets being used without any oversight, regulation, or even knowledge. Three such offenders stand out. The Department of Housing and Urban Development, or HUD, discovered that an entire unauthorized shadow IT system on the agency's network existed without approved authorities to operate. Meanwhile, the State Department failed to account for more than half of employees with access to their classified networks. According to the report, the State Department left thousands of accounts active after an employee left the agency for extended periods of time on both its classified and unclassified networks. Finally, at the Department of Transportation, no records could be found for 15,000 IT assets, including 7,231 mobile devices, 4,824 servers, and 2,880 workstations. There was non-compliance with the Federal Information Security Modernization Act, also known as FISMA. FISMA was passed in 2014 to shore up federal cybersecurity and bring the U.S. government's information security into the digital age. Many years later, the Senate report found that not a single agency has successfully complied with FISMA and that all agencies failed to comply with statutory requirements to certify to Congress they have implemented certain key cybersecurity requirements, including encryption of sensitive data, least privilege, and multi-factor authentication. In addition, the Department of Homeland Security's Cyber Intrusion Detection System, named Einstein, has never been fully implemented and suffers from significant limitations in detecting and preventing intrusions. With billions of dollars at risk, DHS will need to update the system and provide a clear roadmap for implementation 
or risk having the system shelved entirely. What is the next step? It's not all bad news. While the federal government has a lot of work to do to meet even a basic level of security preparedness, the report outlines clear steps that can be taken to help with that effort. Fortunately, the U.S. already has the expertise, money, and desire to create a world-class cybersecurity program. The problem, it seems, comes down to a lack of centralization of duties. This creates a political vacuum as well as making it hard to determine who exactly is responsible for what. As a member of the reporting committee puts it, there isn't currently a single point of accountability, government-wide, for cybersecurity. Each agency is responsible for its own cybersecurity, but government-wide it's not clear who is responsible for coordinating the whole strategy. In response, the report recommends that the administration assign a primary office to develop and implement a cybersecurity strategy for the entire federal government. The most obvious candidate for this would be the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, also known as CISO, which was launched in 2019 and currently acts as a sort of resource center for all things cybersecurity. But they would need to be given an additional mandate and budget if they are to take a more expanded role. Now, the only question is whether Congress and the administration will take decisive action to implement real and lasting investments in our long-term security or allow the power of inertia and bureaucracy keep us on our current path of mishaps and carelessness. On a more positive note, CISA has finally released its highly anticipated cross-sector cybersecurity performance goals in collaboration with DHS, NIST, and numerous industry leaders. The Performance Goals, or CPGs, come as a response to National Security Memorandum, or NSM-5, which President Biden signed in 2021, instructing CISA to develop baseline cybersecurity goals that are consistent across all critical infrastructure sectors. At the time, geopolitical tensions had risen precipitously, and the U.S. was looking to shore up its critical infrastructure against digital attacks from foreign actors like Russia, China, and North Korea. The CPGs are a prioritized list of cybersecurity practices that combat the most common and impactful security threats, specifically those facing critical infrastructure entities. The framework incorporates both IT and O2G and is designed to function in tandem with broader cybersecurity frameworks such as the NIST CSF. The framework is divided into eight categories, covering issues ranging from data security and vulnerability management to governance and incident response. Each category is further broken down into a series of best practices, along with detailed goals, scope, recommended actions, and NIST mapping. Along with the CPGs themselves, CISA released a workbook to help guide organizations during the implementation process, as well as a data matrix that contains all the raw CPG data and mappings to other leading frameworks. With that being said, the CPGs do not address every industry or protect every organization. They present a minimum level of protection that is relevant for most industries. Industry-specific frameworks are still being planned by CISA. Similarly, the guidelines contained in the CPGs are intended to be used by all organizations, regardless of maturity status. However, the workbook does include associated costs and complexity for each security practice, helping companies appropriately prioritize their efforts. Similarly, the CPGs are merely intended to help organizations, and SMEs in particular, establish a baseline of standardized and effective security practices. It does not replace broader risk management procedures, which are covered in other frameworks. 
Finally, the cross-sector cybersecurity performance goals are voluntary guides. They are not mandated by any legal or industry bodies. In general, the CPGs focus on four core areas. Number one, authentication. Basic credential hygiene composes the bulk of the first section of the CPGs. Practices like password complexity, unique passwords, changing default credentials, access management, and MFA may be nothing new, but many organizations continue to struggle with implementation. For many, common sense authentication will go a long way in boosting their security posture without any costly or complex upgrades. Number two, people. It's become clear over the last decade that many security challenges simply cannot be addressed with technology alone. Social attacks have continued to rise, often with startling success rates. Furthermore, security policies need to be properly understood, implemented, and maintained. Accordingly, the CPGs contain a series of targeted recommendations to help increase cyber awareness throughout the organization, as well as encourage interdepartmental collaboration. There is even a suggestion to host at least one pizza party per year to strengthen relationships between IT and OT personnel. Other, less delicious recommendations include regular training sessions, segmented governance roles, and strong leadership. Number three, attack surface management. An organization's attack surface represents the entirety of its exposure to external threats. As tech stacks deepen and dependencies increase, Many organizations have struggled to maintain an accurate understanding of their attack surface, let alone protect it. The CPGs issue a string of recommendations around limiting your exposure to the public internet, assessing third-party risks, and patch management. Number four, incident response. Maintaining up-to-date system backups is one of the most effective ways to mitigate ransomware or other types of malware attacks. CISA recommends that organizations perform backups at least once per year. In addition, IR plans should be as realistic as possible and response plans for both common and organizationally specific threat scenarios and TTPs should be practiced. Managed threat detection or log monitoring can go a long way in reducing the time to detection, vastly limiting the potential fallout. Silent Breach can assist in understanding your company's posture with respect to the CPGs and guide you in implementing the gaps to meet this regulation. To learn more, contact hello at silentbreach.com or visit us at silentbreach.com. Thank you for listening to CyberWatch, a Silent Breach podcast. Stay tuned for weekly 10-minute episodes. To learn more about Silent Breach, Visit silentbreach.com or follow us on all your favorite social media platforms.